Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash entitled people. We have been here in a couple of days, and I love me a bit of entitled people, so I thought, why the hell not? Thank you so much for your love, support, and time, and we're cracking straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Pesky Pikachu. That pesky Pikachu. Entitled co-worker tries to schedule meetings outside of contract time and criticizes my non-work plans. TLDR at the end. I have a co-worker who is really disorganized and waits until last minute to schedule things and so that frequently means calling a meeting at 4 on a Friday. For reference, my 8-hour workday ends at 3. So these meetings make for 10 hour plus days. And because the coworker is so disorganized and unprepared, we frequently have to cover things they should have done ahead of time, like creating an agenda or desired outcome at the actual meeting. Because these are required meetings, usually once or twice a month, I have to go to them no matter when they are scheduled and get extended pay for working overtime. But my coworker is supposed to give at least a week's notice and I'd definitely rather have the free time than the money. Typically, if I don't hear by Thursday afternoon that they have scheduled the meeting for four on a Friday, I make other weekend plans like hiking or biking or going out somewhere. Yesterday, Friday, the coworker attempted to schedule the meeting at 4.45, but didn't put it on my calendar until 3.05. I should have been off by then, but I had an end of day meeting that went over by a few minutes. So I was doing a last check of email and then shutting things down for the weekend. I saw the meeting request and responded that that wasn't enough notice for a meeting that far outside the workday and that I normally would not have seen the notice until the following Monday and CC'd my boss just so they knew I wasn't trying to shirk any duties. Of course, co-worker is upset because they are required to hold the meeting by law and it's the absolute last day to do it without filing an extension, which they've been told by my boss they're not allowed to do unless there's extenuating circumstances. And they've known about it for two months. They just didn't plan for it. My boss calls at 3.10 saying, can you please do this now and end at 4.10 and we will address it on Monday. Fine. I was planning on leaving town, but I can leave a little bit later. Coworker responds to my boss by email and says they're using personal time between 3.10 and 4.45, so they can't hold the meeting until then, and that nothing I'm doing could possibly be more important enough that I can't attend the meeting at 4.45. Boss calls coworker. Coworker confessed that their child's birthday party is at 6 that evening, and that they have to go and try and find a cake and party supplies for the party before the meeting, which is why they can't be available. Boss gets annoyed and says that we, boss and I, will do the meeting now and coworker will have to answer for it on Monday. Boss and I hold the meeting. It takes 20 minutes. I'm out of there by 3.45. Coworker sends me a nasty gram by text at 10.15pm, saying it's my fault they're in trouble and that they have a child so I should understand that people with children come first and that my activities and hobbies are pathetic and it would have been that hard for me to just attend the meeting they scheduled and that they have to go back and fix everything my boss and I did incorrectly because they like to do it a specific way. My boss had already submitted it. 
I responded that I hope they enjoyed their child's birthday party and to have a good weekend. They responded that they forgot to invite people so no one came and thanks for rubbing it in their face. My mind is always like wanting to say you're the arsehole or not the arsehole or whatever because we read so many am I the arsehole stories. I always have to remind myself this is entitled people, Mark. This is just crazy stories of absolute entitled people where this person has incredibly bad planning and then expects you to work around them constantly. I'm glad they got in trouble in the end. I've been reading a book recently with my um, my current workplace. They have a little book club that we have to do every Monday and, and it's called Why Meetings Suck. Maybe that person should read that book. <laughs> but Starstruck65 says, if there was ever a time for the phrase, lack of planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part, this was it. Sheesh. And Warflower Heart says, you should 100% screenshot that and send it to your boss. And Chica de Flora says, so he didn't plan the meeting until last minute, didn't buy the party supplies until last minute, and forgot to invite his child's friends and family to the party. Jesus, that man is the personification of lack of planning, which as the saying goes, is not an emergency for you. And Super Sabas says, they forgot to invite people for their kid's party. That's why no one showed. Hilarious. And Tenginia says, This reminds me of a coworker I had once that would remember after hours that a meeting was needed the next day and would log in and schedule it the only time they could find before I got to work, then got mad I didn't show for the meeting. I used to tell them I didn't even know there was a meeting. I can't go to a meeting I'm unaware of. And Anonymous Forever says, I feel bad for the kid. Last minute birthday party, and so last minute the parent didn't even invite anyone with enough advance notice that the kid could have friends show up. Absolutely, and that's the, that's the biggest loss in this one as well. Some poor child out there didn't get a party with their friends because, again, more lack of planning. Ugh. Yes, that guy is the arsehole, not UOP. And again, wrong subreddit mug. Let's move on to the next story. And our next story is from Moldy Toaster Strudel. Entitled bro parks in disabled ramp space at posh restaurant. Spoiler alert, he ends up being humiliated. I was so enjoyed reading these entitled people stories that I had to join Reddit and share one of my own. Yep, this is my first post. This happened two years ago, so pre-pandemic, when I went out with a group of friends at a very posh restaurant in town for a birthday celebration for a friend who uses a wheelchair. Important for the story later. The restaurant itself had only recently been awarded its first Michelin star, and reservations had to be made months in advance. For our area, this was the most posh restaurant around. Dress code, prefix multi-course menu, minor local celebs in regular attendance, the works, and we were very excited to be there for our friend's birthday. The birthday boy was turning 70-something. Yikes, am I a bad friend that I forget? And lives with multiple sclerosis, so he uses a powered chair and has a fancy van with a little robotic mechanism that picks up the chair and him with it. For him, leaving the house at all is a painful ordeal. But when it was this restaurant, it was worth it. The dining room was all seated roughly at the same time, and diners many courses were certainly worthy of that Michelin star or more. A true feast. As we began to leave and got out the front door, we could see that the restaurant's small parking lot was quite full. And in the no parking zone slash loading ramp of the disabled spot my friend's van was parked in was a brand new souped up hot rod parked literally inches from the van's sliding door. So there was no way he could get in. My friend was in tears and worried. He's sensitive and quiet and so am I generally until you hurt someone I love. 
I marched back inside the restaurant, past the major d' and yelled at the top of my lungs to the assembled restaurant, who parked illegally in a disabled loading zone? Everyone looked up, but nobody moved. I yelled again, who parked blocking a disabled ramp? Someone in a wheelchair is now blocked in. The police are on their way to tow your car. Everyone began exchanging murmurs and glances, and finally, a young douche bro got up from the table where a beautifully dressed woman sat, his mortified date. He ran out with his keys, but said loudly enough for people to hear. They told me it was okay. I couldn't park my car in just any spot. My friend's wheelchair had by now also motored into the front door, and his quiet voice spoke up loudly enough for everyone to hear. It's never okay. You are very wrong. The douche moved his car and meekly squeaked a half-hearted apology, but it was clear to everyone. Any goodwill with his date had evaporated, as it had with everyone else at the restaurant. We didn't end up actually calling the cops, but got a nice justice boner from watching this entitled fool be humiliated so soundly. And we'll start with Wag Gang on this one saying, people can be so stupid when it comes to handicapped spots. When I was in college, a guy came running in late to a meeting we were at. He apologized for being late, but said he got lucky finding a parking spot nearby. I told him I was surprised since I had to park really far away and there were no spots. Then he said there were plenty of empty handicapped spots. We all stared at him and told him he needed to go move his car. He looked at his watch and said, but it is 8 p.m. After we asked him to explain, he said, I thought you could park there after 6 p.m. We asked him if he thought disabled people were miraculously cured at six every night. He moved his car at least. <laughs> and then dad says, thank you. As someone in a chair, I've done the same. And wife says, well done. You can bet he was invited to never return by the major d. Places like that do not welcome people who might smear their reputations or cause their clientele to be uncomfortable. And Snarky Cat says, I hope his date met him at the restaurant because had I been on a date and he felt it was perfectly okay to park in a disabled spot loading zone, the date would have ended there and then. Your story is very sweet. You're a lovely friend for speaking up for your friend with MS, especially after you mentioned he is quiet and shy. And we'll finish off with Taylor saying, Justice Boner, lol. <laughs> but I never understand the entitlement of people thinking it's okay to park in a disabled spot like that and just think it's absolutely fine. I just, it's, it's one of those ones where I tried to step into their shoes and I just can't do it. Cause I, I'm thinking, what goes through your head? What goes on? Oh, I don't know. We'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Hollow Loveheart. Entitled woman yells at me for not upholding a policy we don't have. I work in the front end department of a large grocery chain here in Canada. I'm usually a cashier, but this day I was watching the doors. My job was to keep track of how many customers were in the store, tell people they had to wear a mask, and make sure the stand that held disinfectant wipes for carts and hand sanitizer was stocked. This particular day wasn't too busy, and we didn't have a line of people waiting to get in. So most people just walked up to the doors, got their cart, and went inside. It wasn't mandatory to wipe the handlebars or use hand sanitizer. An older woman came in, and while she was disinfecting her hands, another customer walked in behind her and straight into the store. The woman scoffed and turned on me saying I shouldn't have let her in because she didn't use the hand sanitizer. I told her it wasn't mandatory for a number of reasons. Every sanitizer uses different ingredients, some of which some people are allergic to. So making it mandatory would be endangering those people. Plus a lot of people, myself included, use personal sanitizers that we prefer to the generic one on the stand. She was livid and complained that she was over 80 years old and at high risk. I stayed quiet until she went into the store. But then I turned to my co-worker who was bringing in the carts. I told him, if you're such a risk, don't come shopping. 
He agreed and we went back to our jobs, thinking that was the end of it. But the woman came back and chewed me out more for not enforcing that everyone had to use disinfectant. I told her again that our only mandatory rule is that everyone has to wear a mask. She repeated that she was old and at risk and I repeated why we couldn't make it mandatory. She scoffed and turned to exit the store. I was able to tell her she was going the wrong way and that the exit was the other doors. She ignored me, of course, and left without buying anything. She came out to a busy grocery store, complained we were putting her at risk and didn't get anything. We most definitely weren't putting her at risk. She was with her actions. I've seen something like this just recently in a store not too far away from me. It's the, the big orange store if you're in the UK. I'm not sure why I'm not saying the name, but <laughs> but yeah. And I, was, I wasn't actually going in the store, but you can see like the little, um, it's like a little airlock bit where you go through a set of double doors and you go through another set of double doors and in between you get like the hand sanitizers and all that kind of stuff. And there was a woman there, not, not working, but just stood there saying, use the hand sanitizer, use the hand sanitizer to anyone that walked past. Some people were just playing out ignoring her, but some people were actually using the hand sanitizer. And it's like the one in this story says, some people have really sensitive skin and can't use these specific hand sanitizers i'm not sure what supermarkets use but in my head i i kind of think that's probably the cheapest one possible i don't know though i might be totally wrong there but that's just what i'm thinking and and it's not good for some people's skin so i know my niece herself has to use some like special cream for her hands and she, if she uses hand sanitizer it she gets a rash and all sorts on her hands and really itchy irritated skin so yeah there's and i know there's many people like that but Queeby58 says, my husband cannot use hand sanitizing gel in most places as he is allergic to ethyl alcohol. I carry one that he can use. And, and there you go. And Rindy Rue says, I had a lady freak out on me at a superstore because I was about 10 feet away and that was too close. She said she was high risk. Then why are you in one of the biggest, busiest stores in our city? And thanks to Denial says, fun fact, when I was in school, a microbiology teacher told us that if you sanitize your hands too much to the point where you start to get dry skin and your skin starts to crack, it can be worse than not sanitizing at all. At least what comes to bacteria and lab work on bacteria and your personal safety while working in a microbiology lab handling bacteria. I'm definitely not qualified to comment on viruses or public safety. Slightly above my level of education that. She told us if our skin was starting to crack, just use disposable gloves when working in the lab. She had a small stock of these individually packed sterile gloves for those of us whose skin dries easily. Proper hand washing was mandatory of course, gloves or no gloves. And Max Supernova says transmission via surfaces has been known to be unlikely so that is almost impossible. Yet people are still freaking out about hand sanitizers and often ignoring things that make a difference like better ventilation. And 97 Edgewood says in quotes, but the woman came back and chewed me out for not enforcing that everyone had to use disinfectant. I told her again that our only mandatory rule is that everyone has to wear a mask. She repeated that she was old and at risk and I repeated why we couldn't make it mandatory. And then says, it's a sad truth that there are far too many people who see themselves at the center of the universe, expecting their personal needs to outweigh the needs or desires of others. When they got the notion that the world was created to suit them exclusively is a mystery. And Technobuddyo says, when she was yelling at you, was she socially distanced? And Pissed Badger says, I was in a shop yesterday and this woman spent more time complaining about people not wearing a mask than she spent paying for her shopping. Of course, she had hers under her nose the whole time. <laughs> and I see that often, so many times in my local store, you know, people just having like the mask underneath their nose. I don't know why I'm holding my hand underneath my nose right now, but yeah, just like that. <laughs> But now we move on to the next story. 
And our next story come from P Lang 67. Fool me twice, screw you. <laughs> About a month ago, my neighbor, who I've always gotten along with and am friendly with despite her entitled behavior, told me she wants to add purple streaks to her hair. She asked my opinion because I am a licensed cosmetologist, but no longer work in the field due to health reasons. My neighbor has money and her financial situation is very comfortable and she can easily go to a salon to get her hair done. But she is high risk and refuses to get vaccinated. They want to put a tracking chip in her. She's not kidding. She won't go to a salon. I explained the process of adding purple streaks to her hair is labor intensive and requires she bleach her hair first to a light yellow and then tone with a light purple color. Two months ago, she dyed her hair black with box color. Box color is crap. You can buy retail and not professional hair color. It's crap because they will add things like metallic dyes to the color and bleaching may literally make your hair melt off your head. Bleaching after using box color ends up with questionable results, but she did not listen to me. I told her to buy a California cap, rubber cap and pull her hair through she wants to bleach. What bleach to buy, which volume developer and how to pick a purple color and developer for the toner. I also told her there was no way I could do her hair. I can't stand up long due to my condition to help her. I stressed this several times. Instead, I helped her write down everything and she seemed okay with it and said a friend was going to help her. I wished her good luck and promptly forgot all about it. I forgot until Memorial Day weekend when she called me in a panic, screaming her hair was all messed up and I had to come help her. I hobbled my way to her place and when I get there, I see a plastic highlighting cap in her hand, not the one I told her to buy and the friend looking confused. Her hair was in no way messed up. They hadn't done anything. My entitled neighbor starts ranting how the cap wasn't working, how it pulls too much of her hair through and how the hook to pull her hair was stabbing her head and how I had to do her hair for her right now. She put me on the spot and kept the pressure on until I agreed to foil her hair for her. I just wanted to keep the peace as she is close to the HOA board members and my next door neighbor. I've seen what she does to people who piss her off and I didn't want to cause a scene. So I stood there in a considerable amount of pain and foiled her hair and toned it. She was happy and I thought that was the end of it. So I left. She called me the next day and demanded I come back and add more highlights because she said it wasn't enough. By now I was pissed. The first time I did it to myself by not embarrassing her in front of her friend. This time she has most definitely taken advantage of me and acting like a brat. I went to her place again to tell her that I would add a few foils, but she needed to keep an eye on the color and finish it herself. She was not happy with me at all. I again explained how I could barely stand and was having difficulty keeping my balance. She looks at me dead in the face and says, what, is this about money? I didn't offer to pay you the last time and now you're mad. Uh, no, it's because you are selfish and don't listen. I can't help you anymore after I finish this. I placed her foil, set the time and left. She was bitching later in the day that her hair was all screwed up in a text. I asked for a picture and an explanation. She stated she, she wanted a purple streak in the back at the bottom. So when she pulled her hair up in the ponytail, she would see the purple. Her friend bleached it after all. It clearly wasn't that hard to do, right? Lol. But they didn't leave it on long enough and they turned their hair Ronald McDonald orange. <laughs> I told her, sorry, I can barely stand and can't keep my balance. Just bleach it again until it turns light yellow. Wash it, towel dry it and then tone it. Good luck. Now she is not speaking to me. I guess I should have led with a note the first time instead of going over. No good deed goes unpunished ever. Screw her. And I think my favorite line of this one was, now she is not speaking to me. And that's the way it should remain, I think. That, that's not a friend. That's an absolute arsehole. That person's the arsehole. Again, wrong subreddit, Mark. <laughs> and we'll start with Riddiness saying, so what you're saying 
is that you now have peace. Good. And Horsey Fanatic says, I hate when people don't listen about invisible disabilities. And Radiohead37 quotes a section and says, r slash fuck HOA. <laughs> Absolutely. And Bob Down 33 says, people are so stupid, man. We're bleaching and dyeing our hair at like 14 for fun. And White Wolf Dreamer says, too bad she didn't fry her hair clean off. <laughs> and Who Kitty 9 says, doesn't she know she is already being tracked by her phone, computer, watch, car, TV, and clothing? The only way to prevent being tracked is to get the vaccine. It counteracts the tracking devices. <laughs> that is why the government is telling people to get vaccinated. They know who the people that they are up to no good won't get vaccinated. If they tell them, they can continue to track them. Seriously, the girl sounds like a brat. She's going to end up bold if she keeps messing with her hair on her own. OP is lucky they aren't speaking. And Curie Kill Kitty says, You give toxic people an inch, they take a mile. And we'll have one more from 59th saying, I have to say, your humoring her all the way was very, very, very foolish. You just open yourself up to every kind of grief that way. And I kind of felt that through the story as well. I was like, oh, you should have stopped after the first time you tried to help her, right? You shouldn't. When she called you round under false pretenses, you should have said, nope, straight away and been out of there. But I know it's not always that easy. So, yes. What do you guys think of today's selection of entitled people? How would you have dealt with these people? Let me know your comments below if you choose to do so. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here today. You are truly, truly appreciated. And I hope I see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.